And it's Collingwood Footy Club is where we're heading next because we've got a premiership player for the Pies on the phone right now. He's he's now into TLA as the CEO in TLA Australia. Absolutely superstar. What a good footballer he was as well. That's Craig Kelly. G'day, Craig. Hey, boys. How are we? We're fantastic, mate. Thank you so much for our fitness. Really nice and cold and wet or something out there. <laughs> oh, it's... Um, the grapes are coming along just fine, ready for picking <laughs> for the season, and the yeah, wines will be good. I love those grapes. The love those grapes. Drive through there to go have a little game of golf out at Cathedral, so it's one of the Ooh. great parts of the world. Absolutely. It certainly is, and uh, you know, it's improved since uh, you've been on our little show as well. Um, <laughs> tell us, uh, the Magpies, we'll get to your, your TLA stuff and all that a bit later, but the Maggies, how good has this season been for them? Well, it's, it's good now. It was um, everyone, I'm not sure everyone thought they'd be, uh, it'd be end up like it had. So, uh, you know, they've done a great job. There's, uh, there's a lot of things that have gone on. Uh, behind the scenes over the last uh, bit of time for the guys to uh, get get the alignment and get the opportunity but uh, as that happens um, the boys have actually uh, played some great footy and fly and, and Leper and uh, Bolts have got them going really well so it's good Yeah it's was here mate, um, no disrespect to um, Eddie Maguire and, and Nathan Buckley, they've, and we've said it on the show before they've done so much for football and especially mm-hmm. Eddie uh, but from a, a non-Collingwood person it seems to have sort of freshened up a fraction and, and, and that's sort of the buying at the moment. Do you subscribe to that? Who do you bury for? I'm a North man, so... Oh, well, you've had a great couple of years, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, listen to I this. Talk about freshening up. I, uh, no, you're right. <laughs> Look, what's, what's, um, what's happened there is... Uh, and, and this is... Uh, this is It's hard to explain to the punters out there that how difficult the competition and the restraints of being in the competition is to to have success so um when you get the when when things change and and jeff's come in jeff brown's come in there's been a uh, a, a restructure of the board um eddie uh, and and that previous management did a great job in so many areas and there's some things that happened in the end they got smashed up on um but as soon as those things start to change, they get alignment, they get grown right in there, which is a really important factor, um, and then they start to get the right coach. It's not just one coach. It's so hard to coach an AFL club now. You need more than one, and they've got three guys in there that know what they're doing. Um, and fundamentally, Bucks left the list in, in some really good space in regard to disciplines of defence, and then they get a little bit of freedom, and off they go, and they play a different game, and everyone goes, oh, wow, how much flies done? But... As, in, as as it happens in clubs, it's a it's a, a, a accumulation of people that contribute over the journey, and um, and Collingwood's come through really well this year. The reality is, guys, they could have lost those last six or seven games um, as easily as they've won them, and everyone was saying, "Well, they didn't make the eight. So um, it's it's great. It, as Lee Matthews said to me, and Fly and. Chris Scott and all those guys that have got coached by Lee all those years ago, you just make the finals. That's all you got to do. And ultimately, the top four if you can. And then whoever plays well for four weeks, um, 
that's all that matters. No one really cares where you finished at the end of the home and away. So that's what's happened here, and um, they're in a good space. So, mate, yeah, club's in a good spot. There's a lot of things they've still got to work on that the board are doing. I know they're doing, and it's going to be better. Um, and your club, mate, with North, yeah, they're going through a complete reset with that joint, and yeah. um, it takes a long while. It's slow, and everything's got to line up. It's such a – guys, it's such a hard competition. It's the most – Competition. This competition is the best competition and one of the greatest sports in the world, and it's so tight and so close. Yes, no, I, yeah, I, I, I've always agreed to that. I love like you, a, love kicking North when they're down too. <laughs> no, thanks. Mate, uh, I, Benny Amafio is one of my best mates. Um, <laughs> I, he's, he's got a fair slap around the head over the last bit, fair bit of unfairly, but yeah. they've gone and got the right coach, so North will be all right. Let's not beat on up on too much there. <laughs> <laughs> he might get upset, your little mate next year. All right? No, I'm all right. I'm all right. I can, I can take it. Uh, from, from I'm your, I'm not sure you can, mate. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, from your point of view, though, like I'm, I'm interested in that. That you see football different to the average punter, and why can't that sort of be translated to the average supporter? Why, why can't... It's one, one of the great questions. Why don't clubs and boards and people just tell the truth and explain exactly where they're at. Yeah. What's wrong with that? For me at times, saying, hey, guys, you know what? And Fly's been doing this. Um, you know, Craig did this last night, I think it was, on 360, where he said, you know what? I, I coached really poorly against Swans last year. Well, that's quite refreshing. Um, mm. So uh, the reality is it's, it's hard, it's tough. You don't get it right all the time. You make some really poor decisions. And on how you do things. So, for example, Collingwood last year, when they uh, the last two years, how they've traded their players and how they've communicated that to the members has been horrendous. Um, and they know that. So, I'd be very disappointed if that happened again. But at the end of the day, um, the members members not idiots. Um, all those trades and all those moves that have happened. I don't reckon Stevenson's been a bad result for Collingwood. Um, him going, he hasn't performed as well as he uh, probably wants to or should have at North. Um, and he wanted a lot of money to stay at Collingwood, so they, and they, they didn't have it. So they had to make how they communicate that to the members and and the public was was not was not well done. So that's oh, mate, I agree with you totally. I reckon there's a lot of reality that we could talk about more openly. The the fact is, it never does, and sometimes it gets um, miscommunicated. Certainly does. We're talking to Craig Kelly, TLA Australia CEO. Now you're not at the coalface of uh, trade period anymore, Craig. Uh, but you, you know, as you say, you're more um, up upper class than that. Uh, tell us, uh, what uh, is this the biggest? Tra- I mean, you obviously read a lot. Is this the, would this be the biggest trade period? Uh, if, you know, forecasted in like in history. Nah, I mean, what I mean, what happens? Um, <clears throat> So, so what's happening every year and has for a while is free agency, um, the players and the, and the fans need to get their head around this. Um, is it's, it's okay for players like Jackson who wants to go back to Perth. Uh, my son Jake, um, after six or eight years, eight years at uh, Adelaide Crows, wanted to come back to Melbourne, live in Melbourne and Essendon uh, wanted that sort of player. Um Often what will happen now is players will, and the managers, and, and there's immediate managers out there, guys, so I apologise to the supporters out there that have to put up with some of those idiot managers that do it the wrong way. There's 
I'm not saying we're the only ones that do it the right way, but our group, Tom Petoro and you know, Adam Ramanaskis and a lot of the guys that we have, we've got eight or so managers in our business, they, you know, what you're trying to do is, if a player wants to move, he's not getting opportunities, um, the, the, the competition now is a lot more open for that co- that chat to have. And you look at what happened to Dunkley, he's not one of ours, but last year, you know, I want to go to Essendon, okay, you thought that was the right thing at that time, um, doesn't happen. Mate, he contributed 100% to the Doggies this year. Yeah. And they've they've handled it well, he's handled it well, and there's a fair chance that, you know, he'll move again by the sounds of it this year. So, um, you know, th- those conversations, you guys are seeing it a lot more openly, or it's been publicised and players are openly talking about it a lot more and the clubs are more open to it and having the conversations and it's and it's more fluid and that's good because people got to understand out there there's only only a certain number of jobs and these guys won't be able to do that job in five years time because they'll be finished so when they've got the opportunity to extend their career and move back home and be with family, everyone needs to cut them some slack and go, you know what, as long as our club gets the right and manages the right person or right pick to get into the club, we're okay and we're fine. So everyone needs to get their head around it's going to happen a lot more. And being at the top of uh, the tree at the moment, who, what's giving you a headache? What, uh, what what have you got your finger on the pulse with at this very moment? Me personally? Yeah. Mate, my, 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 my main job at the moment, other than looking after 130 staff, is looking... <laughs> I manage a lot of key media talent and also um, coaches. So I've, I've been quite busy dealing with Ben Rutten and um, some of those issues over the last, uh, last couple of months and also then who and what they want to look at for replacements at clubs who haven't got coaches. So a lot of that senior stuff is really... Um, Senior coaching stuff is is where I'll focus at the moment, and and assistant coaches and who's doing interviews and having conversations about what they're presenting. So there's a lot of work that goes into that for the guys, and the, the interview process is going at the moment with Essendon, and, and the people doing that is pretty full on job, uh, op, uh, you know, job opportunity, and also showing their wares and presenting to the people they have to present to. So um, it's not easy. How is how is Ben and every and everything and also were you, were you sort of disappointed with the bombers and how that was handled? Yeah, I, I think um, it's, you know, I haven't come out publicly. Um, uh, Adam Ramanaskis, who also looks after Benny and obviously next um, demons. Yeah, that that is disappointing how it's handled. I think they've acknowledged that. Um, they need to acknowledge that. It, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't have happened like that. It shouldn't have even happened. It uh, should have been 12 months' time we have that conversation. The players um, loved Ben. Um, they thought he was great. They needed support around him. Um, decisions were made because they thought they could go and get um, Clarkson. That was never going to happen. So um, it was, uh, yeah, those people that did that, um, I think they acknowledged, or I know they've acknowledged it's um, not how they should have done it, and they completely stuffed that up. So they've got a big job ahead of them to get that that joint right because we want Essendon going well. We want Carlton going well. We want Collingwood and, and Richmond going well. If all those big clubs are going well, it's a, it's a very good competition. And um, where do you see sort of that that next Essendon coach... I mean, have you have you, you've got people with you that are that are applying for that? Yep. And, yep. and as far as presentations go, is, is your are you part of what they would present, or have you, have you no. got? Have you got? 
It's just what they do. No, no, we just we just potentially provide some inside thoughts on our thoughts um, of how they're going about it, what they're doing. Have you, have you also been sort of? We saw Alistair Clarkson go over to the states and do a bit of basketball. Looking, have you have you been overseas and done and, and looked at how like the, the management side of things? Uh, yes, good question. I've been asked that. No, I personally we haven't. Um, I mean, I've been involved. We're a global business, so we've, we're owned by a company called Bruin Sports Management, which is run out of New York and Chicago. So we're dealing and have dealt with baseball and NFL guys for a long while. Um, so, yeah, the answer is we have been engaged with global management parties of our business. Um, guys, the reality is um, I'm not saying we're the best, but um, the Australian sports ecosystem is one of the best ecosystems in the world in regard to how well we do and how we manage manage it with the AFL especially um, and, and our accreditation with our player agents and how we go about it compared to what happens around the rest of the world. There's so much more money involved in those deals overseas. Um, we have to, in Australia, work a lot harder to look after our talent and also look after the clubs, the codes, and make sure the competition's good because... Um, it's just, it's, we're all linked to the success of our business and making sure that, for example, TV rights and Gill and the guys go and get the deal they've done because if, if they do that, the players benefit. The, the local footy club in the Yarra Valley will benefit guys because they will put money back into the community and they, that's their mandate. They want to make um, AFL. And AFL, uh, at grassroots, needs to be looked at carefully. There's a lot of stuff where... You know, we can do as an industry a better job at making sure our grassroots is is healthy. It's it, it's in a good shape, but it's not as well not as good as it could be. Who who do you think uh, replaces Gill then, Craig? Have you got an opinion on that? Good question. It's, it's it's a really hard replacement because he's pretty unique. Um, I'm a bit biased. I'm a good mate, and I rate him really unbelievably highly. So, um, he's uh, he's got this amazing appetite to work. Um, he's got great people management skills and he can manage and talk to the Prime Minister of Australia to someone who is playing out in the local footy comp in, in Mansfield Footy Club. And he, mm. People don't know this. He actually played a game for me at Mansfield against um, against Benella. I made him... He went under a false name and, he, and I made him put a Mansfield jumper on and my son, who was underage, played as well and another mate. So... I've got a great photo of him playing a game of footy for Mansfield. He's that sort of guy. And, awesome. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 it's a hard. I'm not sure if he, if one person can do everything he's done. I think they've probably got to look at a couple other ways to do that. So, um, but Andrew Dillon, Travis Old, Kylie Rogers, they're all amazing operators in there. But yeah, I'm not sure. It's been really tightly held. Who's and what's going on there? So it'll be interesting. It will be, it will be. I can't be looking forward to that announcement as well. And that struck a really good TV ride. I mean, how much has that changed the landscape uh, in, in sort of your role at all? Yeah, remember it doesn't happen until 25. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there'll be discussions the guys will be having with the Players Association now, you know, with more Thursday night games. Um, what that means is the players get less breaks, so the players' association need to manage the uh, the welfare of the players. They, to, to, to have less break, then you know how does it, they get compensated? And obviously, the players are, are players and the coaches and the clubs are putting the show on, so they need to be 
sharing a fair chunk of that revenue, which they will. Um, but, you know, Paul Marsh and his team will probably play hardball in regard to how they did go about that. Uh, Gill and the guys, but, mate, we've always been sensible enough to get a result. And uh, as long as people, not everyone's greedy and that we make sure there's, like I said, there's, importantly, that there's enough money to go to the girls now. Uh, that's been fantastic. Um, you know, the quality of watching the females play football now, the difference of a, of a game in the last three years of what we're seeing on TV. You know, a lot of guys say to me, a lot of people say to me, oh, I can't watch it, it's rubbish. I said, you go back and watch the first game against mm. Carlton Collingwood at Icon Park compared to now. Yes. And the the amount of difference is just mind-boggling. And that's because the girls who are coming through now have been doing it for like well before the girls prior to that were starting. So they've been doing it their whole life and now the next generation would have been doing it for longer again. So the standard of women's football will improve, improve really, really quickly. Um, so we've got to make sure they're looked after and the grounds and the facilities and local footy. So, you know, as much as a lot of money, it doesn't, it needs to go a long way and, and it needs to grow our game. Yeah. Just one last one from me. Who's the next Bruce McAvaney? Have you got one in your, in there? In your, you mentioned yeah, us too. Many, there's not many. Bruce Hamish McLaughlin is one of our boys, does a really good job and hosting and and uh, and calling but you know I get plenty of blokes say to me they don't like his call and yeah you know, there's a, the thing about commentators calling us at the host is that there's plenty of people that uh, that that have opinions <laughs> that don't like them or like them that's why it's uh, polarizing and also entertaining um Mate, I, I, I don't think you can replace Bruce Boyce, so um, I'll leave that one at that. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Hey, um, just a quick call on this uh, this weekend's games, mate. Uh, two huge prelims. Who do you think will win them? Um, I think the Cats win, mate. Um, yeah, if it wasn't Collingwood sort of in the mix, I'd be saying, yeah, of, of all the clubs and, and, and uh, Steve Hawking's gone back into that club, Craig Drummond's the chairman. Um, they've put they've got great alignment and they are un, an unbelievably successful club based on the fact they've been so competitive and playing in so many pointy ends of the finals for the last number of years. So any idiot long support out there that pots Chris or the footy club, they're idiots because uh, nearly every football club in the comp would love to be in a position they are. I, I honestly do think they, and I think the industry would say they deserve to win the premiership. Uh, who deserves to win it and what happens are two very different things. It's as uh, as I said before, whoever plays well for four weeks wins a flag and Lee Matthews always used to say that to us. So um, Sydney are going to be really hard for Collingwood to beat up there, really hard. But Collingwood have got their tails up and um, as, as we almost lost in 90 um, with Sumich could have got the ball on the other side, kicks a goal, we're out. Mm. Um, we realised how poorly we played that day and when the shackles came off and we were never going to lose the next couple of games so um, I reckon um, the fact they lost to Swannies a few weeks ago is really good um, they could they could really run over the top of them Collingwood Geelong final uh, back at the G for the first time for three years well, wait, oh, where are we going that's, yeah. that's a promoter's <laughs> dream so um Toss of the coin then, because oh. that was a ripping match the other night. That was amazing. That was good. That was good. Hey, Craig, we'll leave it there, mate. Thank you so much for Thanks, fitting boys. us in, buddy. I uh, yeah, really pleasure. appreciate it. 
no problem, guys. Enjoy it. And everyone out there in Yarra Valley, great part of the world. Thanks, <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Craig Kelly, CEO of TLA Australia.